Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Well, welcome everybody to Church Online, and especially a huge welcome to all of our Caloundra location and our Innisfail location. It's great to have you with us doing church together in your home today. And I want to welcome anyone who is joining us today online, no matter where you are in Australia or across the world, how you can be a part of our church family today. It's just so great to have you with us right now. And uh, I just want to say, Uh, I hope that all the mums enjoyed last Sunday and everyone enjoyed last Sunday. Pastor Kate preached an incredible word, uh, but you had a great Mother's Day to all the mums. I know all the teams that went out from our Caloundra and Innisfail locations to take the gifts uh, to all the homes. They loved it. There was so much feedback how they got to be a blessing uh, to all the mothers in the life of the church as well. And we hope that you were blessed by those gifts as well. We just want to let you know we love you. We care about you, we're praying for you, and we're believing with you during this season. So we're launching a new series today called Awaken. Awaken, knowing God in the season that is unknown. And, uh, and I just love the fact that God is awakening something new in this time. Do you believe that today? Do you believe it right now that God is awakening something fresh, something new, even in a season like this that is so unknown? God is doing incredible things in our lives, through our lives in this season right now. And God not only wants to impact our own lives, our families, but He wants to impact people around us as well. And I know He is awakening something incredible in this season. And so today I wanted to start Uh, this series, uh, just preaching a message that's been on my heart for a few weeks now. And uh, I hope it speaks to you today. It speaks into your world because I'm going to pray for people at the end of this message. And I'm going to believe for miracles. I'm going to believe God's going to move in your life. And I'm going to believe for the specific thing that I'm going to preach about today. And, And it comes out of Acts 16. And it's all about Paul and Silas. And, uh, and there, there's a story of when they were on a missionary journey, preaching the gospel, planting churches. Uh, they went into this town, this little city called Philippi. And, uh, and as they went in there, they were just really bringing the gospel to this new region. And, uh, and so as they came in, uh, God was doing some good work with some people in that region as well. But there was this little slave girl uh, that would follow them, followed them for days. And, uh, and, and what happened was is that she was actually owned by this syndicate of owners uh, because she could tell fortunes. And so these owners used to make money off her telling fortunes to people. And so this, this girl would, would follow Paul and Silas for days, yelling out, these men are from the Holy God and they can tell you how to be saved. Like every day, these men are from holy men of God. They can tell you how to be saved. And and so it got to the point that Paul got so frustrated by this that he turns around after days of this and casts the demon out of her, rebukes the demon in Jesus' name, and she gets totally delivered. 
totally set free. And, uh, and so here's this girl that's now free of all the issues and demonic stuff that was going on inside of her. She's free. Uh, but suddenly, all of her masters have no way of making the money she was making anymore because she can't tell fortunes anymore. So they grab Paul and Silas. They drag them before the city officials. And the city officials have them severely beaten, the Bible says, and then thrown into prison. They're in prison. They're chained to a wall. You know, they're bleeding, they're wounded, they're in pain and not knowing what's going to happen to their tomorrow. And so it take, we take it here from Acts 16. And I love if you've got your, your Bible there or if you've got your tablet or app open right now, Acts 16, 25 to 33. And it says this. It says, around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for the lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him. And with all who lived in his household, even at the hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. So they all got saved in that one night. How incredible is that? You know, my first point today is this. I believe it's the point we need to start at to launch into our Awakened series. And whenever anything happens in our lives, we need to start with praise. Start with praise. All right, so let's take it here. Paul and Silas have just been severely beaten. All right, they are wounded. They are bleeding in prison, chained to a wall, all right? And so can you imagine you don't feel like praising in that moment? You don't feel like doing anything in that moment because you're in pain, all right? Not only are they in pain, they're, they're frustrated. Uh, they don't know what's going to happen the next day. It is unknown for them what tomorrow is going to bring for them. They're in prison. They're awaiting judgment. There is so much that's going to happen the next day. But I love this, is that Paul and Silas make a decision in their life to say, we're going to do the opposite to the way we feel. We're going to do the opposite thing to the way we feel. We're going to, we're going to choose faith in this moment, and we're going to start with praise. See, I love that Paul and Silas began to worship, began to praise God in that prison, even though they were in pain, even though they were in, they were in a moment of the unknown, they still began to choose to praise in that moment. And all the other prisoners are listening in as they're worshiping God and they're praising God and they're singing the latest hymns that have come out. And, and they're, they're, they're really allowing themselves to do opposite to the way they feel. See, I love this church. Come on, right now. you got to listen to me right now in this moment. They chose to have faith until their feelings caught up to their faith. They chose to let faith lead. 
See, feelings aren't great leaders, all right, because they're erratic. They're all over the place. They're all circumstantial. They're all situational. Feelings will often just go to whatever is happening in the moment. But faith is choosing to do opposite to the way you feel at times. And in this moment for Paul and Silas, they're feeling the the pressure. They're feeling the situation. They're feeling the circumstances. But they say, hey, let's do the opposite to the way we feel. Let's start with praise. Let's begin. I know we don't feel like praising. I know we don't feel like singing. I know we don't feel like praying right now, but we're going to do it until our feelings catch up. We're going to do it until the presence of God, we really start to awaken to the presence of God in this moment because the presence of God doesn't leave us, but sometimes we need to do things that switch us onto the presence of God. So they choose to say, we're going to start with praise. See, the thing I love about praise is this. When you look at the Old Testament example of this, this is one of many. But, you know, in the time of Moses and the children of Israel, in the time of the wilderness, God gave instruction to Aaron, who was the priest, uh, to have certain clothing that he needed to wear as the high priest to enter into the tabernacle, into the holy place. And see, when he would wear one, one part, one garment that he would need to wear when he would come into the presence of God is he had to put on this purple robe that had all these golden bells and pomegranates around the hem of the garment, around the hem of the robe. So he had to put on his praise robe. Come on now. He had to put on his praise robe every time he went into the presence of God to minister and worship and praise. And so I love this, is that when he would put it on, and, and I, I, I want to just read what it says about this in, in Exodus. It's an incredible picture Exodus 28, 34 to 35, it says, The gold bells and pomegranates are to alternate around the hem. Aaron will wear this robe whenever he ministers before the Lord, and the bells will tinkle as he goes in and out of the Lord's presence in the holy place. I love this. I got a bell. It's this little golden bell. And I got this from Pastor Johanna off her desk. Thank you, Pastor Joe. And it says, ring for a smile. Say, there's your smile. And, uh, and so it, I ring this. Can you imagine this? Can you hear that right now in your living room, in your home, wherever you are? Can you hear that chime, that bell? It's kind of like, oh, oh, some, something's going on now. Something's going on right now. Can you imagine whenever Aaron put this on, the people of Israel could hear him coming before they saw him. They could hear him coming before they saw him. They could hear what was going on. And and they would know in that moment when they heard those bells, when they heard that chime, they knew, man, Aaron's going into the presence of God. We got to prepare ourselves. We got to ready ourselves. He's going into the presence of God. I love this is that they had, Aaron had to put on his praise robe before he went into the presence of God. And I love that Psalm 100 verse 4 says, we enter His gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter His courts with praise. 
praise on our lips. I love that in Isaiah 61.3, it says we put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We put it on. We choose it in that moment. And I love in the prison that night, Paul and Silas, they got a bit of this on. They got their praise on. They put their praise robe on, even though they didn't feel like it. Even though in that moment, it was like, man, I don't feel like praising. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like reading the Word. I don't feel like worshiping right now, but I will still do it. I will still get my praise on in this moment because what I need is the presence of God. That's what I need. Come on, I'm preaching right now. I know that you're hearing me in your living room right now. We need the presence of God around our lives. We need to make a choice in our lives to say, man, I'm getting my praise robe on. Come on, some of us in the chat right now, we need to say, man, I'm getting my praise on. I'm getting my praise on. In your living room, wherever you are right now, I want you to say that out loud. I'm getting my praise on. Let your family know. Let your housemates know. I'm getting my praise on. I'm getting my praise on. If you're writing it in the chat right now, you need to get some praise hands up. All right? Get as many as you can. Some fire emojis as well. I'm getting my praise on. And if you're writing it, you gotta. You can't write it with G-E-T-T-I-N-G. You've got to go G-E-T-I-N. All right? I'm getting my praise on, all right? They're not good spelling today, all right? But I'm getting, you got to put some edge on it, some praise on it. Why? Because you're making a choice to tell your soul to wake up, to tell your life. Some of you need to remind the spirit world around you. You need to remind that what's going on around you, that man, I'm choosing God today. I'm choosing Jesus today. I'm choosing praise today. I'm choosing, oh man, no matter what's been going on in your world, maybe there's been some heaviness around your life. Maybe there's been some depression. Maybe there's been some hopelessness. Maybe there's been some anxiety and fear. Maybe there's been some pain in your body. Maybe there's been financial disruption and situations and and opposition around your life. But I want to tell you today, we need to get our praise on. Man, the bells are chiming because we're getting into the presence of God. I don't care what the world has had going on right now. God is still God. And it's not as if we're not aware of what's happening right now. We're very aware and we will be wise and we will be good stewards. But oh man, at the same time, I'm not going to let it get to me. I'm not going to let this thing drag me down. I'm going to rise up and say, man, I'm getting my praise on today. I'm making a choice. Come on in your living room. Some of you need to stand up. Some of you need to get up off your lounge right now and stand up because you're getting your praise on, okay? We're making a decision. I'm, I'm choosing faith. I'm choosing the presence of God today. I'm choosing it. I'm getting my praise on. Paul and Silas made a decision that day that it starts with praise. They chose to start with praise. And all of us today, hey, why don't we make a decision to get that joy in our heart, that thanks in our heart and say, God, I'm starting with praise. The second point today is we got to keep the praise. we got to keep the praise. Not only do we need to start with praise, we need to keep the praise, okay? And so what happened was is that the Bible says that suddenly, suddenly the doors of the prison flew open and the chains fell off suddenly. Have you ever noticed about suddenly that God suddenly is always a timing we didn't expect? 
It's always coming in a moment. We didn't know when it was going to happen. Remember, Paul and Silas don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what tomorrow looks like. All they know in that moment is that they chose to praise. They chose to worship. They chose to let the presence of God fill the atmosphere of that prison. They chose to minister to the other prisoners that were in that place right then and there. And then God brought the suddenly... He brought the suddenly. I want to tell you right now, we don't know when the suddenlies happen in our lives. We don't know. They didn't know if there was going to be a suddenly for them that night. They didn't know what was going to happen. But they made a decision to say, we're going to praise anyway. We don't know, but that's the power of faith is I'm going to do it anyway because I need the presence of God. Hey, there is a big difference in our hearts. There's a fundamental difference, you know, in praising God because I need a miracle and praising God because I need God. I'll just let that sit for a moment. I'm praising you, Jesus, because I love you. I'm praising you, Jesus, because I need you. Not just because of what I get from you, but because I need you. We all need the presence of God. We all need the power of God. We need it around our lives first before we need anything else. We need to tap into that first. And this is what Paul and Silas did. They said, we're going to keep on praising. I don't know how many songs they got into. I don't know how, what choruses they got in. Maybe we started singing rattle. Man, we've got to rattle some cages right now to break some prison doors open. We've got to rattle some chains right now and break them off. Man, maybe they were singing. I don't know. But they, they just kept on singing. And I believe they were just kept on singing and praising and worshiping God no matter what. Because their heart was to worship God because of who God is. Not just because of what God does, but because of who God is. There is the difference, church. I want you to hear that right now. Is that when we come with that heart attitude, when we come with that offering of praise and that offering of worship, that Lord, I know I've got needs. We all got needs. I know there's needs. But I choose to worship you because of who you are. Not just because I need a miracle, but first because I want to worship you. Because I love you. And I praise you and you are holy and you are amazing. And I'm getting my heart in that place first. And I'm just going to leave the rest to see what you do. I'm going to do my part so I can make room for you to do what you do best, Lord. And so I love the fact that, hey, you know, in time that night, there was a suddenly. There was a suddenly. And the doors flew open and the chains fell off. And I want to tell you right now, God wants to do some suddenlies in some people's lives. God wants to do some suddenlies in some families right now and some marriages right now. God wants to do some suddenlies in some businesses right now. God wants to do some suddenlies in your physical body right now. He wants to heal people. He wants to switch people. I want you to know right now, COVID doesn't shut God down. COVID doesn't stop God doing what God does best. COVID doesn't shut him off from doing miracles. I want to tell you today, he wants to move in sudden ways in our lives, but he's calling us to a place of heart and worship and praise and, and to keep being obedient to what he's calling us to do. See, Paul and Silas, they kept praising no matter what because they wanted God. And then God still brought us suddenly. Amen. The final thing I want to share today is this, is this point, more than expected. How many of you know that God's suddenlies are often more than expected? 
They're more than we ever thought they would be. Because that's the power of an amazing, loving, incredible God. God is for you today. God is for us as His people. He's for your life. Maybe you're tuning in right now and you have no relationship with God. You're just checking out church right now. I want to let you know God is for you and He loves you. And He's got a plan for your life. God is for us. All right? And I love that when He moves, it is always more than expected. And I love this is that, you know, Paul and Silas did the opposite to the way they felt. All right? So they praised and they worshipped and they let the presence of God stir them in faith in that moment. And the, the, as the doors flew open, not only did their door fly open and their chains fall off, but all the prisoners in the whole place were set free. God does more than expected. God does more than we, we could ever imagine or understand. You would have thought that He would have just set Paul and Silas free. But no, He set everyone free because that's what God does. See, miracles and our miracles aren't just for us. They're for everybody around us. Miracles are for others. Miracles are for breakthrough for other people's lives as well. And I love that when the miracle happened, God not only set them free, but He set everyone free as well. And then we see that the jailer wakes up because there's a massive earthquake, all right? And he, and he, th- he sees the doors flung open and he thinks, man, all the prisoners are gone and it's, it's custom and law in that Roman time that he would have been killed alive for their lives. And, and so he was about to die in that moment. And Paul calls out and says, don't do it, stop. He realizes, he runs into the, into the dungeon and he realizes, man, they're all there. I got to tell you, man, I think out of some of those prisoners, there was probably a bunch of people there that should have been there, if you're hearing me. There would have been murderers, there would have been thieves, there would have been cheats and all sorts of stuff. Maybe there was one or two innocents, who knows. But there were, there were people there that probably needed to be there in that prison. So because Paul and Silas chose to do the opposite to the way they felt, can you imagine, man, your chains just flew off, flew off. The prison door just flew open. I'm running for the hills. I'm skipping town. I'm out of here, Jack. Thanks, man. Good on you. Yeah, I mean... They're still there. The presence of God was so strong in that moment because Paul and Silas did the opposite to the way they felt. The prisoners, they they did the same. They did the opposite to the way they felt, to what they wanted to do in the moment. They stayed. Such was the presence and power of God that they wanted to see. I've never seen anything like this. I'm staying here. I need my life to change. I need my life to be different. I, I, need, I need an encounter with this God. I need Him in my life as well. And so we see, uh, you know, God moving in the prisoner's life. And God moved in the, in the Roman officer's life as well. And Paul and Silas went back to his home. Uh, he, he, they led them to Jesus and their whole family baptized them that night. Because God always does more than we expected. Always more than we expected. The miracle isn't just for us. It's for everybody else as well. And right now in this moment, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for everybody in your homes right now, wherever we we are. Maybe we are uh, scattered in our homes, but we're still together in the Spirit. We're still united as the church together right now. And, and anyone joining us, joining us right now, you're with us in this moment. Wherever you are in the world, you're with us. And I want you to know, as I pray, there is no distance in the Spirit. God's not bothered by time because He's above it and He can reach you where you are. 
And I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe God today because some of us, we need to make a choice to say, man, I'm getting my praise on. I'm going to get my praise on today. I need to, the bells are chiming, man. I'm going to shift some stuff around my life. I, I'm over this heaviness. I'm over the, ne- the negativity. I'm over this situation that's been going around my life. I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to make a choice today to do the opposite to the way I feel. So I'm going to pray for you right now. And I'm going to pray that depression's breaking off people's lives. I'm going to pray anxiety and fear is breaking off people. I'm praying people are going to be healed right now. If you need a healing for your body, as I pray right now, I want you to, maybe it's in your leg or wherever, I want you to, I want you to just believe and receive it together. Maybe I just see that arthritis can break off people. You get, if you get migraines, I want you to put your hand on your head. And I want you to pray with me today. And I'm going to believe that people are going to be healed right now. No matter what's going on in your world, you're going to be set free. Because that's the power of what Jesus can do. So let's pray. Let's believe together. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, for everybody that's tuning in right now and we're doing church together. Lord, we make a decision right now to all get our praise on. Lord, we choose to say we're going to enter your presence. We're going to awaken to your presence around our lives right now. Lord, into every situation, every family, every home, every life right now. In Jesus' name, I just declare miracles. I declare the power of God. Lord, I I declare that you're going to move in the only way you can, God. And I just thank you for healing. Anyone who needs a miracle, I just declare miracles today in Jesus' name. And I break sickness and disease in Jesus' name. And I declare healing and wholeness. I break anxiety. I break depression off people. I break heaviness off people right now. I break negativity in Jesus name. And I speak life and I speak hope and I speak faith today around people's lives and homes and families in their inner man and and around their world today in Jesus name. I thank you Holy Spirit. Meet them in their homes right now. Lord I just thank you for that single young person right now in their home. God loves you. Maybe you've been struggling with loneliness, but I speak right now, God's going to meet you and He's going to surround you with His love and His hope and His life. And He's going to connect you to people, even if it's online in this season, He's going to connect you to community. Lord, I thank you for families that need a miracle. I thank you for businesses that need a miracle. Just Jesus, move today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, church, I want you to know, and I want you to stay with us on, online right now. I want you to know, if you get a miracle in your life, please connect with us. Please let us know. Maybe you've been healed right now in this moment. I want you to put it in the chat right now on Facebook and YouTube and let us know if you've had a miracle. But if it happens throughout the week or the weeks to come, I want you to connect with us online and please tell us what God is doing in your life so we can celebrate with you because we want to give all praise to Jesus today. 